Today's show brought to you by Redcon1.com. That's right. Click the link at the bottom of the podcast app in which you are listening to this on. Check them out. Use promo code T20Cordimus. That's right. Redcon1.com. There's nothing special about being American. None of you can define for me what an American is. I am the nation. I was born on July 4th, 1776, and the Declaration of Independence is my birth certificate. The bloodlines of the world run in my veins because I offered freedom to the oppressed. I am many things and many people. I am the nation. I am 200 million living souls and the ghost of millions who have lived and died for me. I am Nathan Hale and Paul Revere. I stood at Lexington and fired the shot heard round the world. I'm Washington, Jefferson, Patrick Henry. I'm John Paul Jones, the Green Mountain Boy, Davy Crockett. Coming to you from the D-Tom Studios in the free state of Florida, sponsored by Megas Mark Bourbon, this is Don't Tread America. I am your host, Don Q. How's everybody doing out there today? It is December 8th, 2022. A couple of uh, things real quick. Sorry about yesterday. I know it's Thursday, and I was going to be here yesterday. I had doctor's appointments. And uh, was really intending on being here to do a show. But... Um, See, what happened was I was tired. Like, I mean, I can't even explain to you how tired I was. Got home. By the time we got home from the doctor, I know this is going to, for those of you that don't know me, other than through the show, I go to work. I get up at about 11 o'clock at night to go to work. I leave the house about 12.30 in the morning, do my job, generally home on an average day between 9 and 10 o'clock. Um, yesterday, obviously, I had to hustle because I had to be in Tampa for my doctor's appointment at 9.30. And, of course, I was a little late because I was supposed to get assistance in finishing my job. But much like everything else that happens at my workplace, uh, someone dropped the ball again. But nonetheless. Um, so I was only like 15, 20 minutes late, whatever it was. So whatever. So anyway, um, we got out of there, I don't know, 11, 11.30. You know, it wasn't that bad. Um, got back home, went and ate lunch, and was home by 1. Now, normally I try to, I have to take my medicine at 4. So normally I try to be in bed by, you know, 4.05. Now, between 4 and 4.30 is when I try to go to bed. Because that medicine kind of knocks me out. And um, so, uh, at 1 o'clock, I'm falling asleep. My wife's like, why don't you go to bed? i got to take my medicine. But it was, it was rough. I had information that I wanted to talk about. And I was like, you know what? It's just going to have to wait till tomorrow. So, here we are. And that's why it's very important... 
for you guys that are consistent listeners, especially, to subscribe to the show, especially those that that don't know me personally, don't know what's going on in my life on a daily basis, it's very important that you uh, you subscribe to the show. So whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, uh, there's a subscribe button. It doesn't cost you anything. Your Chances are you're listening to this on an app that's free. I don't have a Patreon. I don't have any of those things that cost you money to listen to the show. Although, with the content that we bring you here, I should be charging you. Because, I'm joking. Um, like I've told you guys time and time again, I this is a part-time podcast. I have a full-time job and a part-time podcast, right? This is a hobby for me. Uh, I'd rather make my money through sponsorships. Thus, Maker's Mark, uh, Redcon 1, and our newest sponsor to the show, Christian Lawson Watches. Check them out at christianlawson.com. Use promo code DTOM at the checkout to get 30% off your purchase price. Might it might have missed the boat for Christmas, but if you check them out, still check them out. I don't know if they'll have anything like an after Christmas sale, but you know, um, Valentine's Day's not that far away. So check them out, ChristianLawson.com. Use promo code DTOM at the checkout. Get 30% off your purchase price. All right, guys. So subscribe to the apps. Follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker at uh, Don't Tread on America. And uh, we are on the Twitter machine at DTOM underscore 1775. And if you want to follow me personally on Twitter, it is PCGC underscore 1775. Unless I can get Elon to give me my old Twitter back. Or, yeah, my old Twitter um, profile back. It was canceled a while back, you know, because that's what they did. So, uh, follow us there. Keep up with the show. Check us out. You can also go to our website at www.donttreadonamerica.com. All one word with a diz.com. No explanation point. Don't tread on America. <laughs> um, and I know I know it's reachable because I have, there's a couple of folks that are hitting us up on the website. And I do appreciate that. And, um, uh, and like I told you guys on the show the other day, there's a gentleman out of uh, Spain by way of England who's feeding me a lot of information from Europe. So I'm gonna I'm still doing some research on that stuff, and I'm hoping I'll probably do a show again tomorrow. So uh, I'm hoping to uh, uh, regurgitate all that good stuff for you guys. All right. So what's going on? I got basically two stories for you today. One is about digital currency. So I'm going to jump right into this. This is off of uh, Twitter. This is about uh, a week or so old. Um, the lady's name is... I, I saw it and for life I can't remember what it was. So as soon as it pops up on the screen I will I let you know. Combine that with the central bank digital currency where the federal government is deciding whether or not you can spend your money then they can just take your money away they can sever you from your credit cards from your bank account and even from your bill they can even empty your bank account if you if they deem that you are non-compliant and that is a digital gulag. reggie so little you're John. saying the framework for the digital passport allows government entities in this case an international organization perhaps 
to, to put anything in those little digital drawers. So in this case, it's the vaccine passport, but then other bits of information uh, about you and your life can also go in those other drawers that are there. Correct. So the vaccine passport or any uh, mandatory digital ID, even a digital driver's license, a smart health card, can combine the functionality of the China social credit system. I know it, people are going to say, oh, you guys are conspiracy theorists. This is great. But people people were getting on my case in April of 2020 when I because the Germany was talking about the vaccine passports early in the pandemic. So I saw them like this is this is like the new normal. This is oh, people were like, you were crazy. Here we are. So um, that was just the other day. She's talking about social or I'm sorry, the digital IDs, the passport uh, vaccine passports. And then I don't know if you caught the part where she said this is very reminiscent of the Chinese social credit system. Well, we did a show back, I don't know, I think it was last year sometime. I was going to um, see if I can look it up. I'm sure as soon as I do, someone's going to freaking call or text me or some shit like that because, you know, that's what happens. But um, see if I can find it right quick because, you know, we've done like 210 shows because, you know. As much as I don't think I do enough shows, it seems like I'm doing quite a bit. <laughs> so uh, yeah, we did a vaccine passport. That was March of twenty, uh, March thirty first of twenty one, and then the next show after that was the social credit score. That was April fifth of twenty one. So I encourage you guys to go back and listen to those shows if you haven't. And uh, we talked about it a year and a half ago, and I'm sure when we did those shows, people were like, "Whatever, dude." But here we are, okay? And it all commingles with, and this isn't an American thing. This isn't just going on here. This is going on all across the world. And I'll, and I'll explain here in just a minute what I'm talking about. But like these folks here are talking mainly about uh, digital currency, but they're also talking about vaccine passport. They're all lumping it together. Now, I told you about this on one of those two shows last year that Amazon was coming out with something they call Amazon One. Now, what that is, is essentially a RFID chip that's implanted in your in your palm, in, your, in the top of your hand or something like that, in your wrist. And essentially, and, and I'm guilty of this too, and I'm sure a lot of you guys are also, because it's convenient, right? Unfortunately, we, we live our lives by convenience. And, um, but how many of you guys go to the grocery store... And you forgot your wallet in the car. Oh, shit, I forgot my wallet. But you have your debit card or a credit card or whatever linked to your phone, whether it be an iPhone or a Google, uh, an Android, whatever device. You can just click the button and pay for it like that. That's essentially what, not, so, not necessarily what digital currency is, but it's a form of digital currency. It's still your debit card, your bank account, your your paycheck paying for that. Um, and I don't think it'll be much different than that. I think they will introduce the RFID chips. They're already out there. It's not like I'm making that up. You can look it up yourself. You can Google it for all intents and pur purposes. It'll show up under Google. Amazon One. Um... And that would be really convenient. And what they're trying to do is lump everything together, though. So right now, you carry a wallet. Ladies, you carry a wallet with your purse, whatever. And what do you have in your wallet? Okay, you have a debit card. More, more, more than likely, most people. I'm not saying everybody, but most people. You have a debit card. 
a couple of credit cards. In my case, you probably have too many credit cards. Um, you have your, your driver's license. You know, you might have your passport. You might have whatever, right? Um, your, your Sam's Club card. Your any, you know, any other type of, what's the other one? A BJ's Wholesale or Costco or whatever. You might have those cards in there. And what happens? Well, what we have seen happen over the past couple of years is we've seen companies um, develop apps for their for their businesses. And I'm going to use Sam's for an example. And I'm using Sam's for an example because um, I didn't know about this until the executive producer, Christopher J. McGillicuddy, we went to Sam's one day. So he's like, I got to go to Sam's. I said, yeah, I could probably run in there and grab a few things. Okay, so... We're, we're in Sam's. He's got his buggy. I got mine. He's buying whatever. I'm buying whatever. And he's using his phone and he's scanning everything that he's he's buying. And I'm like, what the hell are you doing? He goes, oh, I got the app. And you do this, that, and the other thing. And then you just you just hit pay and you pay. You don't have to stand in line to pay for it. And I was like, well, that's crazy. Well, we get up to the line. There's a long-ass line. And the time it took for us to even get to the point where it was our turn to check out, I was able to download the app, upload my payment information, my my club information, and check out before I, it was even my turn to be at the register. So, way convenient. And I use it all the time. I go to Sam's, boop, 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 you know, on the phone, bam, 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 pay, you walk out the door. That's essentially what they're trying to do. So every one of these stores, Walmart, Sam's, I think, you know, probably some of your bigger grocery stores do it. Uh, I don't know. Maybe Target probably does it. You've noticed if you go to um, some of these restaurants, I've noticed it's, oh, there's a QR code now on the bill. You can just scan that with your phone and you can pay the bill, you know, through your phone. Or if you have the app for that particular restaurant, you can pay the bill on your phone. Now, eventually... I think the idea is all these companies, we know that all these companies, especially these major uh, national companies or global companies for that matter, all live by the ESG and all that stuff. So it's safe to say that, if, especially if you work for a global company, which I, unfortunately I do, um, it makes you wonder what the future of your paycheck is going to be where you don't get a paycheck necessarily. You just get your money deposited, which, I, you know, we do. You do direct deposit. I mean, think of all the convenient things that they've rolled out to people over the past, you know, 20, 30 years. Debit cards. You know, back in the day when I was in my early 20s, there was no such thing as debit cards. You either had cash, check, or credit card. Right? Um, and some of us... I'm sure I'm not speaking alone when I say this, but I'm sure some of you guys, I know when I was young and had a child when I was, you know, we had our first child when I was 19, so times were tough, uh, you understood the idea of floating a check. I'm sure if you've ever heard that term, floating a check. Now, what's the idea of floating a check? Okay, you know that it probably takes two to three days for a check to clear the bank. It takes longer if it's on the weekend, Right? <laughs> so what would you do? You might go grocery shopping on a Friday. Let's say, like, at the time, I worked for Walmart, and we got paid every two weeks. So let's say I wasn't going to get paid till next Thursday. 
I took the chance a lot of times of floating a check. You know, we need groceries. We need food. You can't do that anymore because even if you write a check, the, the rare person that might actually write a check, they still can process that as a debit. So it pretty much hits your account immediately. But nonetheless, I remember when they came out with debit cards. I remember back in... <coughs> Sorry. But when they came out with debit cards, uh, I remember the first time using them and people were like, oh, we don't take credit. It's not a credit card. It's a debit card. You know, it's like... I mean, now it's like you don't think twice about a debit card. And it's just the little things and nothing ever happens immediately. It's always step by step. So it started with debit cards. And then it that rolled into um, Apple Pay or Google Pay. And then that rolled into downloading apps on your phone for whatever stores or whatever restaurants. And then that rolled into, well, eventually it's all going to be one thing. Right? You have your phone, whether you have an Apple device or an Android device. And you, um, you, you don't need an app for said store. You see what I'm saying? The key is this when it comes to digital currency. Like in the grand scheme of things, everything I just said doesn't sound bad. It's convenient. It makes it easier. So it doesn't sound bad. But this is where we're going to start having problems. So I'm going to play this and then we'll get into the juice of the, of the story. Well, we've been telling you this is coming. The central bank, CBDCs are coming. New York Fed launches 12-week CBDC pilot program with major banks. Banking giants include BNY Mellon, Citi, U.S. Bank, and Wells Fargo will be issuing tokens and settling transactions through simulated central bank reserves as part of the pilot. The Federal Reserve Bank of New York's Innovation Center, or NYIC, announced that it would be launching a 12-week proof-of-concept pilot for a central bank digital currency or CBDC. In a November 15th announcement, the New York Fed said the program would explore the feasibility of an interoperable network of central banks, wholesale digital money, and commercial bank digital money operating on a multi-entity distributed ledger on a regulated liability network. Banking giants include BNY Mellon, Citi, HSBC, MasterCard, PNC Bank, TD Bank, Trust Bank, U.S. Bank, Wells Fargo are going to be participating in the pilot program by issuing tokens and settling transactions through simulated central bank reserves. And we, as again, have been telling you this is coming. While the digital dollar pilot project is not to signal an immediate decision on U.S. central bank digital currency, some see it as a dangerous leap. And we have been telling you that this will eventually lead to programmable money. And that's when they're going to decide what you can spend, how much you can spend, what type of things you can spend it on. So that's the key right there, programmable money. So central bank digital currency, like the way he started to explain it, he was like, they'll give you a token. This Don't get this confused with crypto. This isn't Bitcoin or anything like that. It's not about that. They're going to try and sell it as that. See, cryptocurrency, like your Bitcoin or whatever, isn't backed by anything it's much like the u.s dollar it's imaginarily backed <laughs> you know there was a time in our country where the money where our money was backed by the gold standard and they changed that and that's why it's called the petro dollars backed by oil which in the past almost two years now our, our beloved president has managed to kill that now it doesn't seem like everything's so bad right now it really doesn't Everyone's still spending money. 
everyone's still having fun. But I think the key is is nobody's saving money. Your paycheck doesn't go as far, and by that I mean uh, if you make a thousand dollars a week, right, and you've made a thousand dollars a week. So you're still making that thousand dollars a week, but obviously groceries and whatever is more expensive, gas and so on and so forth. So instead of making a thousand dollars, paying your bills, buying groceries, buying gas, and so on and so forth, and then having maybe a hundred dollars left at the end of the week that you can put into savings, not so much that you spent nine hundred bucks, but let's say you spent five hundred and you got five hundred left, and you go ahead and put a hundred in savings, so you have four hundred, and then you get paid again, and so on and so forth. Um, people aren't able to do that. You get a thousand, you might spend eight hundred between groceries and bills and so on and so forth, gas. And the scary part about this is the programmable money. Now, what does that mean? So, if you have digital currency, if you do not, or if you are not able to carry cash money, and and the scary thing is, and I'll be the first one to admit it to you. I don't carry cash. I rarely, and I have cash. We carry, we keep cash. But I don't carry cash. When I go to a store, I generally use my debit card or a credit card. Okay. Um, the key is this. So that video was uh, on December, I'm sorry, November 17th. Okay. And he talked about on uh, November 15th, this is what happened. How many of you guys can actually honestly sit here and tell me that you you heard about that? You know exactly what he's talking about. I guarantee you no one even has heard that. And I always, whatever I do is whenever I see a news story that's, that's important like this, is I go back, okay, what happened in, in, in um, the news? What was going on that day or around those days that we didn't hear about this? There had to be something else. Okay, I'm going to name three things that I guarantee you you can recall versus hearing anything about this digital uh, currency situation. Okay, on the 14th, which was the day before this was released, so on Monday the 14th, U.S. President Joe Biden and Chinese President Xi Jinping met in person for the first time as national leaders at the G20 uh, meeting in Bali, right? You probably... Remember that you probably remember him wearing the the uh, Asian garb, him and Justin Trudeau and whatever, right? You probably recall that on the fifteenth when this was was announced. You probably also remember that Donald Trump, former President Donald Trump, announced he's running for president in twenty four. Right? You probably remember that more so than you remember anything about digital currency. On the fifteenth, also, you probably remember this. Ticketmaster sells more than 2 million tickets for Taylor Swift's uh, The Eras Tour. The most tickets ever sold in a single day for an artist amid hour-long wait times for fans. Now, actually, what I remember about that was that Ticketmaster shut down and you couldn't buy tickets. Not that I would give two shits about seeing Taylor Swift, but nonetheless. Those are the things that... um, and then on the 17th, uh, Nancy Pelosi announces that she was retiring. So you had, what, four relatively big national world um, stories break 
in a, over a matter of, you know, four or five, you know, three or four days that buried the digital currency thing. Why is that? Because, <laughs> right? So, you know, the question is, is the digital dollar the future of money? And <laughs> I hate to tell you this, but no matter what I say, no matter what Chris says or your buddy says or anyone else says, the answer is yes. What are we going to do? The problem is, is we can sit here and bitch and complain. And I can say, you know, screw the banks. I'm not dealing with banks. Um, give me my paycheck through the back, you know, through the mail. Cause we don't work at a place that hands you out a paycheck. So we either get the check mailed to us or we have, um, a direct deposit. But also the problem is your major banks. So Wells Fargo, Bank of America, U.S. Bank, Citibank, uh, you know, so on and so forth. I guess the key there too would be, at least in America, I can't speak about other countries because I don't know how the banking systems are, are worked in those countries. But in, especially around here, we have what they call credit unions, right? And I'm not saying Florida is the only state that has credit unions. I'm sure plenty of states have credit unions. But... um it's easy for me to say, and as much as I would like to tell you, screw, you know, these national banks and go to a credit union. Okay, it's easier said than done. And the reason I say that is because if you get direct deposit, it's not like you can just switch like that and it's a done deal. You know, you're going to have to have money in the bank to be able to withstand. You got to be ahead of your bills. You've got to, those types of things. And I've said before, it's a situation of, if you have $10,000 in the bank right now, if you have $10,000 in the bank, go try and withdraw it. Say, I need $10,000. They're going to try and scratch you off a cashier's check. Say, no, no, no. I want cash. They're going to tell you they don't have it. Guarantee you they don't have it. Especially most of your banks. So the United States is considering issuing a digital dollar, which will be backed by the nation's central bank and could help reinforce the U.S. role as leader of the world financial system. Several financial institutions, including Citibank and MasterCard, have announced that they are testing the idea in a 12-week pilot, and this is from the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, which we just played the video of. The interest in launching a digital currency is motivated by many factors, such as enabling faster, safer, and cheaper payments, but mostly it is an effort to keep us as China and other countries already have issued, at least in pilot form, digital currencies backed by their central banks and cryptocurrencies have become increasingly popular, says uh, blah, 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 this person, Dean of Global <laughs> Business and Fletcher School at Tufts University, Executive Director of the Institute of Business and Global Contacts. Now, before I keep reading on here, I want to say this. Central banks. Who runs the Federal Reserve in this country? Who runs the central banks in most countries? Let's flash back to the Rothschilds. I've done plenty of shows on the WEF, the Rothschilds, the bloodline of the Illuminati. Look them up. I've talked about these things. If <laughs> Once it's digital. Okay, if you have $100. Let me break it down. If you have $1,000 cash money. Okay, and you go to a gun store. Let's just make it simple. 
You go to a gun store. What's the one thing that the left hates? Guns. Unless they're being protected by them. If you go, if you have $1,000 cash money, you can go to your local gun store and pretty much buy what you want for the most part. Right? If you have $1,000 in your bank account and you try to use your digital currency, maybe not so much. You understand what I'm saying? This is where once the digital currency is implemented and there's no such thing as cash money, that's where we're going to fall into a situation of um, you're only allotted so much whatever. Oh, you've, you've bought um, 100 gallons or you've bought 50 gallons in fuel this month. Uh, your uh, fuel consumption is met for the month. Let's say you still got another week in the month and you still need gas to get to work. Sorry about your luck. Right? Um, you're going to the store and you want to buy a six-pack of beer, a 12-pack of beer, whatever. You've met your, uh, that's unhealthy. Or you want to buy some chips or uh, some frozen pizzas or whatever. You're having a party, right? Oh, you've already hit your monthly allotment of calorie intake. The only thing you can buy is, you know, vegetables, that's what digital currency, that's eventually what can happen with digital currency. We get confused by the, the convenience of things and think it's a great thing. Well, this is convenient. This is great. I don't have to carry a wallet. I don't have to. Everything's on my phone, right? Beware. Once cash money is gone and you have to use digital currency, that's when they have you by the balls because that's when they can control what you buy. From food to gas to ammunition to um, guns. If you buy too much ammunition, or if you buy any ammunition, you can't buy it. If you buy an exhort, okay, so it's just me and my wife in the house, okay? We have a little bit of a stockpile of food. So if I keep on adding to that food, granted, they don't know what I have, but. If uh, I go to a store and I buy uh, 10 cans of, of green beans, or let's say, well, oddly enough, and not trying to promote Publix, I don't work for Publix, but I was in there today. That's a grocery store in Florida here. I was in there today uh, shopping, and they have their, uh, I think it's Del Monte <laughs> canned vegetables or 10 for 10. Okay, let's say I bought 20 cans of whatever. Well, they might only allow me to buy 10 because it's a 10 for 10 sale. So they'll allow me to buy, not so much that Publix won't, it's the digital aspect of the situation that only allow me to buy 10. And that's what I'm talking about. And it's not so much if I go in there and buy 10 today and 10 tomorrow, it's just 10. You've bought your 10 for the week, you're good. And then if I go in there next week and try and buy, let's say next week they're uh, three for five or whatever. And I try to get three more. Oh, you just bought 10 last week. You don't need more. Those are the things that I'm talking about. You think we're crazy when we bring these things up. When Chris, when Chris was on this show on a regular basis and we talked about these things, the, and for example, those two particular shows, Vaccine Passports and Social Media Credit Score, please, like I said, if you're new to the show and you haven't gone through our catalog, I encourage you, March 31st, April 5th, go listen to those two shows. 
I'll be honest with you when I tell you this. We started the show in January of 21. Okay, just after Dipshit was elected president. Or after, just I think it was a week before inauguration. We um, started doing the show about that point. And the... Uh, that, that March uh, 31st to April 5th show, the vaccine passport and the um, digital, I'm sorry, the social credit score. Chris said some crazy shit in that show. I'm not even going to lie to you. Not crazy like, oh my God. But he said some stuff that I was like, mm, I don't know about that. And a lot of it has come true or seems to be coming true. So... When I tell you I encourage you to listen to these shows, I'm not just trying to get you to listen to old shows. Okay? At any rate, the interest of in launching a digital currency is motivated by factors such as enabling faster, safer, and cheaper payments. I already read that, so let's scroll down here. <laughs> For now, the interest in such currencies has persisted even after the specul speculator meltdown of the crypto cryptocurrency exchange FTX earlier this month. See, the problem is with this is the reason the interest has persisted is because this isn't a cryptocurrency. This isn't a make... Like, in my opinion, I'm, I'm very skeptical of Bitcoin and all these different cryptocurrencies because it's it's nothing tangible around it. Um, This has nothing to do with crypto. This isn't a Bitcoin. This isn't a US coin or whatever. This is... This is digital money. And I can't explain to you enough that when I say digital money, digital dollar, digital currency, more than likely you're already dealing in this realm. And you probably don't even realize it. And what I mean by that is this. I guarantee you there's a large portion of this country, and I would say the majority of the people listening to this show, that do direct deposit. That is a digital currency exchange. It's not like your employer is mailing the bank a check and the check and the, and the bank is cashing the check. It's not like that. It's not like back in the day when you were when I was a youngster and I, my first job was at Albertson's, and I'd get my paycheck, and I banked it, whatever bank I banked at, I can't recall. I could go in there and cash my check. Ooh, let me cash my check. And then... Let's say you deposit, you know, two, um, you know, I didn't get paid a shit ton back in those days. This was a very long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Um, but let's say my check was uh, 250 bucks. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and deposit 200. I'm going to keep 50. So I got some pocket, some pocket money, right? That's what we're talking about. That doesn't exist. You probably already deal in digital currency. You use a debit card. You use a, a credit card. Or you use Apple Pay, Google Pay, whatever that is. You are dealing in digital currency. The difference is, is you have the option to not deal in digital currency. But eventually, that will go away. So, <clears throat> I'll read on. If, if we don't have a digital dollar and other central bank currencies take off, particularly in the yuan, the yuan, the Chinese currency... Um, takes off. The dollar would definitely lose its supremacy in international uh, settlements, says this person who I said earlier that I can't pronounce her name. Chark uh, Chakratvorty. See, right? 
who chairs the Digital Planet Program for Fletcher International Settlements, or the way that banks in different countries facilitate payments across borders. And I'll tell you another thing. We went to Canada a few years back. We went to Niagara Falls. Now, when I was a kid, we went to Niagara Falls. Now, back then, I can't recall exactly how old I was, but let's say it was 40 years ago that we went to Niagara Falls. Back then, I recall, it was me and my sister, we went with our grandparents, and you had to go to a a currency exchange place, like a bank or whatever. And let's say you had $100 American, you had to go and get Canadian money. Okay? So, (laughs) when we went to Canada, this was, you know, three or four years ago, four or five years ago maybe, we went up there to to Niagara Falls, and it was like, oh, geez, I wonder if we got to go and to currency exchange and she's my wife's like what are you talking about you know, blah 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 you know whatever well no we didn't you know i used my debit card we used credit cards whatever and it automatically did the exchange for you which was interesting but um and you know no charge whatever so as much as i can sit here and complain about the implementing of digital currency it is it is easy And unfortunately, we Americans are lazy. And I'm not saying you Americans, I'm saying we, because I'm including myself in that. We want to take the easiest way to get things done as possible. And And I honestly believe that these things are being implemented based on that. Okay? So, um... So as I read on, consumers won't be using digital dollars right away, although President Biden issued an executive order on the responsible development of digital assets in March. So we talked about this back then at a White House um, in September released a comprehensive framework of the development of central bank digital currency. The government is still studying the issues. All right, so let's get into the junk. Okay, so if you want to see the Orwellian dangers of a digital central bank currency look no further than Nigeria, where citizens will soon be able to withdraw only $45 a day from the ATM and no more than $225 in a week. And that's what I'm talking about. You have, quote-unquote, have the money in the bank, but you can only withdraw $45 a day. Or 225 a week. And you can't even draw that 225 Let's say it's Friday and you haven't taken any money out. You can't go in there and take 225 out. You have to do 45 a day. <laughs> you see the catch? So, and I guarantee you, for those few people in Nigeria that are wise to the situation. And want to say, well, fuck it, I'm going to go in there and take $45 a day out. Because they can, they can kiss my butt. Right, you can't tell me that they're not going to get wise to that and say that, uh, you know, Bob Johnson here is going to uh, every day is going to the bank and taking out forty five dollars, and he might have plenty of money to take out that forty five dollars. Guarantee you, they'll probably let you keep taking it out, and keep taking it out, but they're going to put your name on a list, guaranteed. All right, what do we got? I talked about that. All right, so now the lady talked about in the, the clip I played earlier about 
the ID situation, the passports, the vaccine passports, and all this stuff. So did you know that the DHS announced extension of Real ID full enforcement deadline? Now, number one, I'm not quite sure what Real ID is. Um, I think... Let me see if I can look it up real quick. Let's see. Real... Oops. ID. Uh, see, I'll, I'll go to Florida because I'm familiar with that. So, applying credentials. Yeah. Okay. So in Florida, and I don't know how it is in the rest of this, the country or or whatever. But in Florida, I recall doing this, so that's why I thought we were already in that. So on your driver's license, if you live in Florida, you probably know this. You have a star on your driver's license. Very, very, uh, you know, Nazi-like, so to speak. But, um, <laughs> and I say that laughingly, like, oh, I thought you loved DeSantis. Okay, technically that started back in 2010, so that was Bush, but yeah, whatever. Anyway, um, nonetheless, um, <laughs> I think it was Bush. Might have been, uh, might have been Charlie Crist. Let's see. Just for shits and giggles, Governor of Florida, Gov or Nor, not more, but Nor of Florida in 2010. Who was it? Yeah, Chris. So there you go. So that's probably the middle of Chris's. Um, that was when he first took over. So, and the governor prior to him, I believe, was, um, was, uh, yeah, Jeb Bush. So, there you go. I mean, that kind of tells you everything you need to know about Real Idea. It was probably something implemented by George, uh, Jeb Bush, <laughs> George Bush, um, and then followed through with by obviously by Charlie Crist, which thank God he didn't win. But anyway, so we in Florida are already part of the Real ID. But it's not, it's still on your your physical driver's license. Now, what that is, is if you, uh, it probably affects women more than it does men. And the reason I say that is men, generally, your name is the same. You've born whatever last name. If you're born with Jones as your last name, your name's Jones for the rest of your life unless you change it for whatever reason. If a woman is born Jones and she gets married and now her last name's Smith... Then she's got to show that name. Why did that name change? Okay. If if she is Jones, then gets married in the Smith, and then gets divorced, but stays Smith, but then later on gets married and is now uh, Matthews, she's got to show. Okay, I was Jones, and I got married and was Smith, and I got divorced. I had you know because and the reason I know this is because when my wife and I, uh, when she had to get her license renewed. It was like that. She had to have divorce papers. She had to have marriage certificate. It was like a whole fucking thing. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Now, granted, once that's done, you don't have to do it anymore. And it's still a physical driver's license. But all of that is stored on a computer. So who's to say, eventually, they don't come out and say, oh, you just need to download this app on your phone. And all your information's on there. Right? Right? I'm telling you guys, it's the wave of the future. 
All right. Ah, Jesus Christ, I didn't know I was going to ramble on that long. I have another story, but <laughs> this could really take me into another hour. So I think what I'm going to do is this. Uh, I'm going to close the show out. It's going to be a little bit shorter, 45 minutes. So you're welcome. This will be a digital currency episode. Um, and then we'll, on tomorrow's, on tomorrow's episode of DTOM, we're going to talk about Voldemir Zelensky being named Times Magazine's Person of the Year. Yay! All right, Zelensky, Time Magazine Person of the Year. All right. Join the list of likes of Hitler and Stalin. What? <laughs> right. So we'll get into all that tomorrow on the next D-Time show. Uh, I just really know the way I talk. Um, I literally have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven tabs of stuff <laughs> to talk about with this Joker. And uh, as you can tell, and if you've listened to the show for a little while, I'm not the biggest fan of him. And I'll explain to you why tomorrow. So... With that being said, guys, please, please share this with your friends. Share this with people that might be interested in these situations. If you have coworkers or friends that don't know shit about shit and think you're crazy when you talk about digital currency, say, hey, listen to this dude. He knows what the fuck he's talking about. Or, or whatever. <laughs> but, um, God, dog, I really want to get into that Zelensky stuff, but I really... It's getting late. It's quarter after three at, at right at this point in time, and I've got to get ready to take my medicine. Yada yada yada. So anyway, I'll bring that to you tomorrow. The good thing is I already have everything done. I just got to record. So sugar water. All right, guys. Um, with that being said, it is uh, what is it? December eighth, two thousand twenty-two. It's Thursday. Sorry about that yesterday, but you know it is what it is. Uh, please, guys. Like I said before, if you're on whatever podcast app you're listening to this on, please, guys. Couple things. Subscribe to the show, number one. Like I said before, it doesn't cost you a penny to hit subscribe. Okay? Number two, share this with your friends. Uh, you know, we try not to get too crazily political. Um, so, you know, whatever. But share this with your friends. And uh, number three, follow us on social media. Don't tread on America on Facebook, Instagram, and the Ticker Talker. And basically on Ticker Talker, all I do is shake my fat ass and a tea bag. Oh, no, I make drinks. Chris and I, we make drinks. We have a good old time. So check us out there on uh, the Twitter machine at DTOM underscore 1775 and PCGC underscore 1775. And uh, check us out on our website at DontTreadOnAmerica.com. All one word, no explanation points. D-O-N-T-T-R-E-A-D-O-N-M-E-R-I-C-A. Dot com. <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, other than that, I guess that's it. That's it? Yep, that's all we got. All right. I will talk to you again on Friday. Friday, Friday. Uh, tomorrow will be the 9th. So I will talk to you guys again tomorrow. I promise I will be here because, like I said, I have everything. So no worries. Other than that, you guys have a great day. Have a safe Thursday night and a great Friday. And, uh... I'll talk to you guys again tomorrow. See ya.